babies have 207 bones in the body, but humans only have like a hundred and something. Let's go. Hey, hey, this is Drew, or is it here with my little sister, <laughs> Ashley? <Nice. laughs> Hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, who knows how many different personalities we have between us, but we only have two people on the pod, two bodies on the podcast today. Not that <laughs> our bodies really matter. <laughs> nope. We can have as many identities as we want. <laughs> anyway, uh, New Release is a podcast where we discuss movies with a time traveling twist. Episode 160. Oof. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, I know. It's um a lot. mixed emotions every time you hear the number, but we did finally hit 160. So happy now? Yes, I'm happy. Are you sure? It's 160. You should go back and um, count them just to make sure. Oh, I I count them by hand every every week just to add to my <laughs> plate of responsibilities. So I'm sure I am uh, painfully aware of the number. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Ashley, when the heck are we this week? We are in towards the end of April, April 25th, 2003. Very cool. Anything interesting um, going on in the zeitgeist at this time? Well, I originally read this <laughs> headline as Michael Jackson retires. Um but Michael Jordan retires again, but this time for good. Maybe. It I think does go to show that, yeah, there are two fair. I mean, when, when some people hear MJ or CMJ, they think Michael Jackson, yeah. I, I think probably the majority of people would think Jordan, but just cause Michael Jackson didn't really go by MJ, but understand. Um, yes, he the did. One came in October of 1984 against Washington. 1,250 games. Regular and postseason later, the finale for Michael Jordan for Washington in Philadelphia. As you would expect, everybody who could get their hands on a media credential, a ticket, or claim that they knew somebody were there to see it, hear it, and enjoy it. It's been fun. I'm ready to go. I don't need the, ho the hoopla that comes along with it. And obviously, with me coming into the arena, you can see all of what it creates. But let's get it over with and move on. A celebrity <laughs> role likes of it. Uh, and speaking of um, problematic people, the first celebrity they show is uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, perfect. So Michael Jackson goes by MJ commonly? I thought so. I'm looking at popular MJs. So they have Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. I mean, Michael Jackson isn't in the top 10 of of popular MJs. Okay. But maybe I just assume. Miranda July is actually mentioned before him. But, you know. <laughs> oh, <it's> just, <laughs> this is a great rank the blank. Wow, Miranda July would have been uh, an awesome <laughs> an awesome choice for me. And, yeah, I know. Uh, huh, okay, uh, I'm wrong. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, but yeah, obviously the, the, he's, Michael Jordan's the most famous basketball player of our lifetimes and whether you know there are other players with more championships he's the most famous basketball player ever i think that's uncontroversial yeah. and so but magic johnson is right up there <laughs> another mj and michael jackson is um not a basketball player so 
farewell to MJ. This is also a fun full circle moment for the podcast because in our debut season spent in 1984, we covered uh, his first game. We were there live on we the podcast. Um, I wonder what movie we were watching in October that weekend in October. Uh, probably like a Halloween or something. Probably. Yeah. We'd have to go back and look that up. But uh, yeah, big news happening in the sports world. Otherwise, what's um what's happening in the movie world? Well, there's a new movie that came out with John Cusack and Ray Liotta and Amanda Pete, who I forgot was in it. Um, and it's the poster has a really interesting handprint, all in black with a little bit of red, maybe blood at the bottom of it. And it says, "Identity is a secret. Identity is a mystery. Identity is a killer." Ooh. And then it's called Identity. <laughs> yeah. There's another tagline that's even that's more of a spoiler and the handprint, I guess, like has can you see the Oh, um, I didn't even yeah. I do now. Can you see the fingerprints on the handprint? Oh yeah. Well, I was thinking about the face and the main handprint part. Right. Yeah. I I, I can't wait. Yeah, now I see the bodies too. Ooh, okay. Cool. Um, I can't wait to talk about this, but first we probably have to see the movie. So you ready? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> what happened to the motel? On April 25th, experience the movie that critics are calling terrifying, intense, and utterly mind-blowing. It's scary as hell. Identity rated R in theaters everywhere April 25th. Woo, that was quick. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. What a movie. <laughs> Mainline of the movie into our veins, and Ooh. now we're out. Um, oh man, uh, first question I asked you last week if you had seen this before, and did this jog your memory? It did, but I honestly did not remember the ending at all. Okay, awesome, so, which yeah. is great. <laughs> and the other, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, oh, like okay. for some reason, this movie really stuck with me. It was mm-hmm. a movie. I don't know if it came out in 2003, I was a year removed from high school, so I could have still watched it at home. I thought it was like a movie we watched um, as a family and it just kind of like stuck with me because of the the twist and like the tone of the movie. It's a fun uh, storm setting and um other movies like Sixth Sense or something had had big twists, but like I don't know, I was just more caught off guard by this one. Maybe I already knew Sixth Sense, uh, the Sixth Sense had a twist by the time I went into it, and I was also at this time like oblivious to marketing for the most part or whatever. I wasn't like mm-hmm. you know, um, I didn't have any expectations, but I did. I did say last week that there would be a twist. So I'm really curious what your experience of watching this movie was kind of like, I don't even know, like if you would have been looking for it more than the movie tells you to look for it anyway, but I don't yeah, know. What was, you're how always did, thinking how did it play a, out? Yeah. I mean, going into it, I like knew there'd be some sort of twist, but I still didn't see it coming at all. So Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's What's just, the setup? It, it's, Right. Okay. <clears throat> so there are nine people. Well, there's 10 keys. Okay. So 10 people at a hotel. Um, 
and they're all and there's a killer on the loose that gets okay hold on let me start over okay so there are a group of people at a hotel that are not related to each other so they think and there's a person that shows up um, a cop that shows up with a convict he locks him in the bathroom he escapes and while that's happening another guy john cusack played or his name's ed in the movie um he is like a retired limo driver and he accidentally hits someone with his car and so he takes her to the hotel and so they all end up at this hotel there's this crazy storm floods are flooded no one can go there and they all end up at this like seedy hotel and there's a killer on the loose yeah basically yeah and it's it's um, just from like a structural standpoint, it's a type of movie that I like um, in the sense of um, just the moody atmosphere. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the rain and the storm, all these people like thrown together. It more or less takes place in real time over the course of one night, uh, which is always kind of builds a sense of of urgency and importance for everything you're seeing. Um, there are flashbacks mostly flashbacks to just like earlier the same day. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, so you get extra info as you go. It reminded me, of course, of um, Of holes holes from last week. Yeah, there's, (laughs) but a better way to do it. (laughs) There was a curse um, with like that prevented them from getting rain and above this Indian burial, this hotel that is on an Indian burial ground, tropal art. Um, uh, And then um, all of a sudden it's, it's like pouring down rain. And but no more more so in the sense of like with holes I, I didn't it, I didn't expect it to be a mystery so I wasn't uh, thinking that right. they would withhold information like they did in this movie they withhold it on purpose so that you can kind of like follow the story in real time of these characters and then learn like you know how these characters are existing like. <laughs> Like how there are so many coincidences, how they all end up like thrown together eventually, like how we find out that they all have the same birthday. They all have like common, they have names that are um, named after states. So yeah, it's like people made fun of the movie Crash because it brings all these random people together and then... um just seems like too big of a coincidence to be to make any sense in this case there's actually an explanation for it i don't know how far we want to get i mean we're spoiling the movie obviously i just don't know what the best way to talk (laughs) about it is before we just kind of get into the the big twists various twists yeah multiple twists um hmm I mean, this is also a slasher movie. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. a, it's more of a it's more of a psychological thriller, but you do get a series of murders. It's like it made me think of Clue. It made me think of Seven. It yeah, made me think, think of Seven Shutter Island, of course. Um, mm-hmm. It's based on a Agatha Christie, loosely based on like a 1930s yeah. Agatha Christie story. So uh, it is inspired by the Who Done It structure um it's really hard for me to talk about because i watched it with a whole different set of expectations this time knowing what the twist was and remembering it even remembering like the some of the details of the extra twists that are tacked on like (laughs) which is wasn't a bad thing it just made me 
I was never along for like I was never treating these characters as real people. Mm, real, um, yeah. And the 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 kind of all the stakes of the movie were were different, but all the plot holes made more sense. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it kind of I was kind of confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Just take me through your emotional journey as you learn, you know, like as you learn more about what's going on here. Okay. Um, let's see. So it took me probably like halfway through the movie because the motel key. So every time a person dies in the motel or is killed, um, their motel key in order like is around their body somewhere. So the cop, um, the cops kind of, kind of cops, um, start putting this together and they're like, how did they know that this person was going to die? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, how would they know that this person's going to buy a car, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, this doesn't really make sense. You're right. Like, I don't really understand what's happening. And then all of a sudden the bodies start disappearing. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is a dream or something's happening. And then it goes to like the actual murderer or the serial killer that killed people a long time ago. And it turns out that those are all those different identities that he goes by, which I didn't remember at all. Like, I couldn't even like, what's what? Well, I was going to say what he has a specific form of um, disassociative uh, identity disorder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever seen the show United States of Terra? Oh, yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of ident- of, of um, hereditary, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> uh, not on the podcast, but beforehand. Uh, so yep. Tony Collette plays like a whole cast of personal of different characters slash personalities. That was I thought that was borderline personality disorder, which mm-hmm. the I don't even know if the the actual um, clinical terminology here is is accurate, but the the crucial part of this disorder disassociative on display and identity is that the person suffering from it has no doesn't remember any of the actions or the um any of anything that happens when they are inhabiting a different personality um i'm pretty sure that was how it worked on united states of terra as well but um in this case the main character is a murderer and they have like all these different facets of their different personalities within them. Most of them who are, are not murderers, although yeah. more than one are. Um, yep. So John Cusack is kind of the hero, his most like pure hearted heroic mm-hmm. personality. We sort of, uh, What's unique about the twist here is that you kind of expect, well, or something I forgot about it is like, I didn't, John Cusack seems like the main character. So even if he's an unreliable narrator and he's like, he's suffering from this, you don't really see it coming that it would be somebody that you're, that isn't one of the identities being shown on screen for the whole movie. So you're never seeing the actual person having this fantasy until yeah, like two thirds of the way through the movie. And Mm -hmm. you are seeing though, this like parallel storyline with Alfred Molina um, as a lawyer who is like 
going in the middle of the night to meet up with a judge so that he can try to get a execution um, stayed. Um, Mm -hmm. so what did you think was going on with that? Just like a, just a side plot, or I guess you're supposed to think that that's the person who gets, um, stranded at the hotel. Yeah. So that was kind of confusing too, because I originally thought it's like, oh, that's person that gets stranded at the hotel. That's one that escapes and like killing other people. But then I was just like, wait, they already got like, I think originally they want you to think like that's him, like the uh, BC character is him but i feel like they showed what he looked like earlier than that so then i was already confused maybe they didn't but i feel like i saw his face or something they do they do they even say the diagnosis like they show a split second you know or like a a really brief shot of this like you know bald dude this um hairless um man like kind of like baby um faced man and Mm -hmm. And then they say something about the the personality disorder, and then they cut right back to the action. I feel like that they sometimes they're like hand holding the audience too much, and other times yeah. it's just it's just it's just clum- clumsy the way that messy, information yeah. is revealed for sure. But but mm-hmm. yeah, you're basically supposed to believe that Ray Liotta's character and the cast as we name off these people is is pretty impressive um <laughs> yeah it, uh, is transporting a prisoner but they get stranded in the storm like everyone else and um the prisoner is Gary Busey or Jake Busey um Jake Busey yeah yeah and uh so but Ray but Alfred Molina but it was just waiting for the prisoner to show up. So he wouldn't have been the one driving him, I guess. Right. Um, so that does that. That is it. kind of lines up. That could but... work. Um, but we also know something's up with with Leota's character because we see at a certain point, in addition to the stuff you mentioned, where it's just too many coincidences or like bodies are disappearing. Before that, we see like mm-hmm. a, a montage of going around the di- like everyone's secret at the hotel and yeah <laughs> um like uh, um Amanda Pete's character has all this money um all this cash stowed away and mm-hmm. John Cusack has a gun I, I don't I don't know what all of them are but right um yeah but uh Ray Liotta's character has a gunshot wound um well mm-hmm. has blood on the back of his shirt um that looks like a gunshot or a stab wound cause it's a stab yeah wound. so then you sort of think the twist is that he was the criminal and Busey was maybe the cop and they switched outfits right but no <laughs> they were both prisoners yeah and and Leota just killed the the cop and and um kept Busey as his prisoner um yeah <laughs> the Busey was a like was a bad person a criminal as far as we know they both were yeah yeah they both were exactly um mm-hmm. And Amanda Pete also represents like um a pretty um pure side of the main character's personalities. She's just trying to leave her um life as a sex worker in Nevada yeah. behind and start in an uh, Orange Grove in Florida, of course. Yeah. She found a good deal on on uh, uh in the classifieds. <laughs> yeah, a hundred acre orange grove uh, with a beautiful house. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what all these all these characters and John Hawks is um 
the guy who runs the who's running the hotel he's got a secret he's hiding um mm -hmm. a body in the freezer <laughs> um, yeah the uh, actual hotel managers or motel managers uh body. yeah i mean so all these people are suspects and all of this is like way too there's too many red herrings there's too many coincidences mm -hmm. but once you find out it's basically just a um a mind game all of yeah. that is like all of that actually makes sense in the con i mean it's a trick i mean how did did you feel manipulated in a bad way or how did you respond to that reveal i mean i was ready for it because it was getting too like ridiculous i was like okay yeah. like something's gotta give here pretty soon and then it went to, like to the to the actual prisoner i was like okay all right tell your story okay i got it <laughs> right yeah like they're so doing good. some sort of ther like last ditch therapy that if he can kill mm -hmm. off all the personality. I mean, like if you can kill off the murderers personality, all the murderers. Yeah. Then they've effectively executed the one or the, yeah, the personalities that are, um, criminal Dangerous. and he's left with the good personalities. Um, yep. And then he goes to the psychiatric ward instead of being executed. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the goal. Um, let's play a clip so we can hear a little bit about, uh, just, the. Uh, hear the different actors on display here this is when they talk <laughs> about their birthdays oh yeah. it's your birthday next week it's my birthday next week the 10th john hawks pete. amanda pete ray liotta crazy Me cast too. <laughs> yeah who's <laughs> that george york Alice York, main 10th. Caroline Suzanne, main 10th. Ginny, Louis Yannick. Yeah, you get the idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> earlier on in the movie, they were like, oh, we're both Tauruses. And they were like, our birthdays are coming up. And I, I get like, there, there's no way for any of this to be um, mm -hmm. scrutinized in like a conventional sense because it's just a fantasy. Um, yeah. It's more or less like, it was it was all a dream, but there are real kind of like stakes um, for the dream. Um, we didn't mention little Timmy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what also like, what did you think about the tone of this movie? I mean, did you find it like scary at all? Like, what did you think it was going for? I mean, I think it was going for scary, but it wasn't very scary. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked, like you mentioned earlier, I liked how dark it was. I liked all the rain happening. The whole, like, it was just, I liked the um, setting a lot and the environment, but it wasn't like a horror movie by any means. Right. In my mind. I was like, people are dying, but it wasn't, you never, it's not like you, ever, it was never like a gruesome kill you saw. It was always like the aftermath. So, it, in true horror story fashion, I feel like you usually see the kills. Exactly. Yeah, we're actually going to do um, a recurring segment here whenever we watch a horror slasher movie called um, Rank Rank the Kills, Rank the Blank, um, and Rank the Kills. But I almost, I almost rephrased it because for the majority of them, you don't ever see the kill, but you do see right. um, a couple of them. So you just say rank the murder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, the, or the the crime it's scene. A, it's a death scene, more or less. I mean final destination-esque um a little bit mm -hmm. 
even though you usually do see the actual execution there, like you see somebody get hit um, (laughs) uh, dead on by a truck in this one. (laughs) So you do eventually start to see them as it goes Mm -hmm. on. But for a while, they're trying to withhold as much like um, as many details about how it went down as possible and keep everyone, uh, you know, allow everyone to be a suspect. So yeah, we're gonna talk about that. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't find it scary. I found it yeah more atmospheric and and moody and mm-hmm. um maybe I thought it was more like a an episode of uh, Outer Limits um, slash Twilight <laughs> yeah. Zone or like mm-hmm. X Files or something where it it was like a all in one location like the production Mm -hmm. value was fine but it felt more like um contained than Mm -hmm. and then because it was so reliant on like a gimmicky twist that seemed more like a high concept pitch you would do for a one-off um like tv episode then yeah it was like do you you remember the shoot the series that he was like room Seventy three or oh, room something, room one hundred four, like that. Yeah, yeah not I the love movie. That show. Though it was like the oh. series. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a series. Yeah, I was thinking of the movie because there's a John Cusack movie with a number in it as well. But um, yeah, that because there's like the one like the first episode is like the hotel episode or something. It's uh, all set boy. in a hotel. The... Oh yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but I was just thinking of like, the bo- I was just thinking of the boy like in the hotel bathroom or whatever that like first episode. It's really scary. Yeah, that show is terrifying. Um, yeah, that's some. But that's one of the Duplass brothers makes made that for HBO. I yeah, I really like that. And each one, most of them are on the the horror end of this or the like the the thriller end of the disturbing. spectrum. Yeah, yeah. But there's like romance. There's a whole range of of episodes mm-hmm. in that series. Yeah, that's a good good anthology show. Hmm. Um. But that's more scary. This is just more entertaining therapy or psycho psychology yeah but so i didn't and i didn't see the main i mean for to get to the very ending i also sure. or not almost the very ending i did not see that coming either but the boy didn't didn't even think about it didn't cross my mind so did they successfully that? yeah well yeah i actually did but just to set it up they successfully um get the judge they convince the judge like we're mostly seen the action play out in the hotel, but we, we get cuts to mm-hmm. the real, you know, um, the, the real like boardroom that they're, that the lawyers are meeting in. And at first the judge is just like, I can't believe you woke me up in the middle of the night to restate right. my sentencing. I've already, I've already, you know, decided. And, um, the movie is able to like convincingly portray that, like the the killer is embodying these other personalities in a way that does convince the judge to um stay the murder sentence and send him to the psychiatric facility under the care of Alfred Molina's um I don't know whether he's like his psychologist or lawyer or whatever yeah. he is he's a doctor um mm-hmm. and it turns out that the killer is still in him 
because <laughs> basically, so everyone dies except for Amanda Pete, as yeah. far as we know. That's what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see a, a car explosion. We see, um, well, we're going to go through all the kills, but one of the the last, uh, a couple of the last people to go are um, the, the kid and um, what other character gets in the car it's- with the kid? Um, the woman, the girl, the newly married fiance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clea, um, uh, Clea Duvall, I think is is the actor's name. She's great in um, can't hardly wait, <laughs> and mm, yeah. uh, it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of teen. She usually plays like the emo, the faculty. Um, yeah, in the faculty. Yep, of course she always plays like the outsider <laughs> emo girl in teen dramas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. The car explodes, and then Cusack and Leota um, kill each other. They both shoot each other, and so like, yeah, Amanda Pete. But do you know is... they they mouth things to each other before they do that? Do you know what they say? What do, what do they say? So Leota says like, "I didn't do it," or "I didn't kill these people," or something like that. And then Cusack goes, "I know." That's what they mouth, but they muted it. Oh, interesting. It's like, yeah, I didn't <laughs> do it, and it's like, I know, and they shot each other. So, is if that would be like. Yeah. Too much info to give the audience at that yeah, point. Yeah, but they were like, we'll just mute it. Yeah, it's a little too obvious, but you know, you find out pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all that, everyone's dead. Uh, the the most likable character aside from Cusack is Amanda Pete's character, Paris Nevada. Mm-hmm. And because we're also <laughs> rooting for her, she's the only character that, you know, has expressed any... Um, information about their future like and when she tells that story uh, maybe some of the other personalities react a little like like dismissively but cusack's Mm -hmm. character is like that's really sweet and like just has like a genuine emotional response to it so we're and he's kind of our audience like surrogate we're we're rooting like we feel the same emotion as him Uh, at least that's the goal Mm -hmm. i i felt it um yeah so yeah she uh, what happens at the end (laughs) (laughs) um so basically she gets her orange grove and it's everything's going really well and she's going to garden and she's using like one of those hook prong things and then all of a sudden she like scrapes away the motel key and she's like oh fuck and then she turns and the stupid little boy is standing there with like he picks up the tool and then kills her and then there's a flashback montage of him killing everyone and i was just like what the fuck and then the movie's like and the movie ends so yeah really nihilistic (laughs) bleak ending which i think is interesting not necessarily Mm -hmm. i don't know not necessarily what i wanted but not like I don't know if just her happily ever after on the orange orange grove would have then then right <laughs> then basically you're just seeing the the orange grove doesn't exist like that's still a fantasy yeah. within the um the main character killer the main character in his psychiatric wards um head except he's not he never makes it there because he kills the doctor and you know like mm-hmm. maybe escapes like the movie ends we don't really know what happens so we can't be rooting for him um right and we see we see that scene play out in the car before we see her on the orange grove right or is it um, the other way no, around no 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 it's the other way around because he's like watching the vision in his head and he's like saying out loud like certain things like okay. whores don't get a second chance yeah. that line that the boy says to the girl 
before he kills her. Um, <clears throat> and then the cop, and then the the his psychologist has like his like the window for the back of the cop car open because he's like, right. "Are you okay? Like, what's going on?" And then he like strangles him and kills him and then kills the other guy. So, so when he's when he's killing, um, when the the main the re- the killer in real life is killing his doctor in the car that's like happening concurrently to the boy killing mm-hmm. Amanda Pete in the in the fake orange grove yeah. like that's what he thinks i mean that what we're supposed to believe is like it stretches believability when you try to think about like do the actions match <laughs> up perfectly but right, effectively yeah, no. that's the way it's presented like this is mm-hmm. he is seeing himself killing her well i don't know he just doesn't even have control the boy has taken over again and that Uh was him the boy is him as a kid who witnessed like he was locked up in a bathroom while and neglected and abused by his mother or something yeah throughout his whole childhood he was always left and his mom was a lady of the night as well that's why he doesn't like amanda pete's character right Right, right, right. And that's why, yeah, the John Hawks character also like has these um issues with uh, mm-hmm. sexuality and women and um of course has like a trailer full of pornography. Um yeah. Uh even though he proclaims to um to, you know, have a different moral code than that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's the big twist is in addition to none of these characters existing <laughs> is that <laughs> it was the little boy all along, which again, isn't realistic, but it doesn't really matter because right. it was a no. fantasy in the first place. Yeah. It could have been a lizard. Like, I mean, it wouldn't have sure. mattered. So, I mean, I, yeah. my favorite part of that um montage of the, like now we see like how all the murders actually went down. Um Yeah is the him like slow-mo um this is a you can find lots of youtube compilations of this movie trope (laughs) slow-mo hero walking away from an exploding car (laughs) from an explosion (laughs) maybe there's even a lonely island parody of um (laughs) a cool guy walking away from a a a bomb and the Mm -hmm. kid has that move uh, that moment in his killer montage which is hilarious yeah, with his dad being smushed behind him in the blown blown up car. Yeah. Yeah. Um well that's Pretty like nuts. that's the a different kill. Like his dad gets smushed. It's his stepdad and he didn't even like him anyway. Um, but he also sets the other car on fire. The escape oh, car. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, I see. The car that like that, that. that's why we thought the characters, the you know, the fantasy characters thought the mm-hmm. boy was dead. When the car exploded, so they he does they don't yeah. see him again until you know un, until it's revealed that he's the killer, um, but they're already dead, mm-hmm. so <laughs> nobody sees him again except Whatever. Amanda yeah. Pete. <laughs> yeah, um, we could probably talk our uh, heads in circles until <laughs> they explode if we try to <laughs> to get uh, two in the weeds here. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you didn't so so you. I, you didn't really see the the main twist coming until it was explicitly revealed. Yeah. Yep. Which is, I think, Which what the movie would want. Which is good for the movie. Want. Bad for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it, it's impossible. Like my my rem- memory of seeing this movie twenty years ago is that I was really surprised by the twists. So yeah. 
I think I was in the same boat when I first saw it. And this time, um, I don't think I, I don't get any credit for remembering them. <laughs> so right. it was just a different, <laughs> a different viewing experience. But, um, and I like, even if you have your eyes on the kid the whole time, you can't, mm-hmm. you just know, you notice all the red herrings with the other characters, but you don't notice like right. him up to anything. You do see like yeah. a couple glances maybe, but like the, the, the movie cheats more or less like to mm-hmm. have him be the killer. It's not like there's, there's not really breadcrumbs you can pick up on throughout. No. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh it's cheesy it's kind of like very slick and polished and feels like a ripoff of a lot of different things kind mm-hmm. of in like a 10 year window of of when it came out in both directions even um cuz shutter island comes out way after this but does like yeah. the more um artful version <laughs> of of this um, much better movie overall, but I don't know. This was this was fun. Yeah, I thought so. I still thought it was a really good ride. I was like, oh shit, oh this is happening. I was like, oh boy, killing montage. What's going on? Like it was still it was really entertaining. Um, like I didn't. I finished it. And I was like, oh that was a pretty good. Like that was a pretty good movie. So cool. Um, yeah. well, we don't want to skip over the kills, so let's introduce our sponsor real quick and then we'll do rank the blank let me see who is sponsoring us this week active you can presents a preview of next week's buffy the vampire slayer Ooh, nice only three weeks left tonight forget about tomorrow how would you spend it Oh, your last moments on Earth. Plus years. There's only one thing I've ever been sure of. I love you. Will you just hold me? Don't miss a minute of Buffy's final hours. An all-new Buffy, sponsored in part by AccuView brand contact lenses. <laughs> on May 9th. Questions? Is that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't really remember. Is that her and Spike? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because David Boreanaz says to do, goes to do Angel, his own show. And yeah. And Faith goes to do her own show. But Faith was in that trailer as well she's back in oh, the final okay. towards the end of the final season when everyone's gathering in uh sunnydale um okay so three weeks from today the finale um april 25th 2003 the finale of buffy will be airing um Ooh. that is on our podcast schedule so oh nice okay cool this is a nice little preview sponsored by accuview contacts um, <laughs> but i'm super excited i actually just um rewatched a large chunk of buffy oh, which nice. is a very mixed um uh, experience or you know up and down experience but um i think it'll be so however much of it you want to watch to prepare <laughs> for the well finale. i watched some of it a, a few years ago that's why i named my dog willow yeah the movie there you go. He should have named her Dark Dark Willow. Oh no, <laughs> um, that was the worst part. <laughs> no, <laughs> things get pretty pretty bad, bumpy after season five. So after season five, yep. it switches over to UPN uh, from the CW, and yeah, things uh, get pretty dark. Well. But you do get the yeah. once more feeling episode in season six. Your favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the classic. Anyway, um, thank you, AccuView, for uh, presenting that 
preview of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Let's talk about <laughs> the kills in identity. I wrote down like 10-ish of it. Well, so there's 10 keys, but mm-hmm. and so therefore there's 10 personalities. Uh, and the movie basically progresses in order um, from the room numbers, which are just like, you know, just a device that's invented by the, the person uh, having the fantasy. But um, there might be one or so mixed in here that was that doesn't count. Like, I guess it doesn't count when they kill the cop. Like when Ray Liotta yeah, kills. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, what, what what are some of the notable ones that, that you want to talk about here? I think the opening, the first kill is pretty fun. It's the first kill. Oh, yeah. This list is in order. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I actually think this is the scariest one of them all because it like made it feel more like a horror movie. The rest of them don't really feel like that. Um, so this actress finally gets service on her phone. Her phone during the storm hasn't had service the whole time. And so she takes a shower curtain and puts it over so she can go outside and find service. And then all of a sudden she's gone. Um, and then <clears throat> John Cusack's character finds like shower curtain rods everywhere. And he's like, and he traces it back to like a little like laundromat area and you just mm-hmm. hear like this thudding noise and he's just opening each different like laundry machine up and all of a sudden he opens the last one and it's her head just rolling in it. That was good. That was scary. Yeah. Yeah, that was I'll like that. It, the movie sometimes shows gore and it's it's a hard R. They say fuck a lot. I mean, yeah. It's just it's just, most of the the gore is like not very good. Um, it just right. looks cheesy. Again, it looks like a TV show, not like a mm-hmm. um, like a slasher movie. Like not like it's not over the top necessarily. It's 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 like a cheesier version of a serious um, serious gore like you'd see in Seven. So, mm-hmm. but this one has the most like setup in in tension leading up to it, and uh, the sound of yeah, like the head slowly rolling around in the mm-hmm. I guess it's in the dryer um, yeah and then once they actually show the head it's shocking because nothing nobody else has been killed yet in mm-hmm. in the movie so that is kind of like uh, a good way to kick things off I agree yeah yeah um, so that was like the scariest one so I like that one and then I thought the baseball bat in the throat was actually pretty cool looking that's a good visually. One. yeah that's probably the most disturbing I was one like, oh. visually <laughs> yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. uh jake Busey's character once um like he's left they he's he escapes from he's tied up to or handcuffed to a toilet and then he escapes and then he gets tied up again and when when um the characters find him he's got a baseball bat shoved down his throat <laughs> yeah they're like well i guess that can't be the killer then <laughs> yep uh, yeah, exactly. That one's really we keep, good. We keep rolling people out, obviously, when when they die. And one other thing to mention real quickly is, like the actress, especially. We usually see people getting killed right after they do something, like after they reveal how how unlikable and horrible of a character a person they are. Like in true, yep, slasher movie fashion. Like the actress is just being mm-hmm. vain and she's being awful the whole time. Like she doesn't want us yeah. help the people. Um, that they run over um yep uh, in their car she just wants to get to a nice hotel um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she's the very one... unlikable I mean, they, yeah 
it's yeah you skipped over the one guy uh, who's abusing he's attempting to probably abuse his um uh wife girlfriend wife they just got married right yeah so um so yeah he everyone pretty much has it coming when they when they get it well at first at least yeah at first um and then i mean the stitching on the woman's neck the mom's neck when she gets hit by the car that's pretty brutal yeah as well that's good that's a good bit of gore um and then she dies and we find out through suffocation from her child which is really fucked up um i mean they're just not like brutal kills like you would have like in a halloween so it's kind of hard to be like which one's the best Um, i think there's some good variety like we didn't mention yeah when they're on the way to the hotel um this is where all the things converge and it's like crash like so the the family with um, i forget that guy's name but the mother and the father with the little boy in the back they get a flat tire because amanda pete threw a high heel out of the back of her car so we see that in a flashback john cusack (laughs) enters the picture driving this obnoxious um actress he crashes into the little uh he crashes into the mom who's outside you know like um uh trying to talk to her kid through the window and he, we i guess are supposed to assume that he kind of did it on purpose to some extent um yeah he like but, lured her but yeah he's distracted looking for a battery for the horrible actress so he hits the mom and just like all these things are converging mm-hmm. um and uh, my point is <laughs> the variety of the kills like the when the mother gets hit by the car that's pretty shocking right yeah, I didn't, yeah. and I knew that. You know, it's gonna happen. Like, there's like something. Yeah. It's just like waiting. Um, and the father or the stepdad's name is John Mc- McKinley. McKinley. And next, he, oh, he's things. the dude in Scrubs. Like, Scrubs. Yeah. Okay, that's why I was like, yeah, he looks the, like he was in. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's the cool. the doctor, like the main um, person running the hospital uh, mm-hmm. in Scrubs. Um, uh, but yeah, okay. like, so you get. Yeah. You get slow and suspenseful and kind of fun with the head in the dryer. You get um, cars smashing into people on multiple occasions. You get the baseball bat. <laughs> um, you get ones that like are sort of twists, like the um, Ray Liotta kicking the shank into the cop's back. Like at least that explains mm. like what, how he got into um, control of the prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you do get the gardening prong thing into the throat. Although I'm not sure we see that it just kind of cuts away. Yeah. We don't see it. Yeah. We just know um, it's going to happen. They don't show like, yeah, like we, they don't really show any kills. So yeah, they get the car explosion, but they partially don't show that because mm-hmm. we need the slow-mo of the kid walking away from it later. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's between the dryer um, head and the baseball bat from if we're evaluating them on like slasher standards. Yeah. And I would say if that's the case, then it's the head in the dryer. Cause it kind of sets up the movie and you think it's gonna be really scary. So I was yeah. like, Oh, I was like, Oh, they're going for like, it's going to be like a serial killer on the loose. Like everyone watch out. And then it kind of just quickly goes to no, not so much. So I can but I like that. That was the first kill. Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that. We have a, it's, it's head in the dryer first bat in the throat second and then i think maybe the when um 
It is actually the guy you just mentioned from John McKinley. Is that what it was? Um, McKinley, he's the one who yeah. he's the one who gets smashed by the truck. The second truck smashing into someone and like pinning them against the wall. I thought that was pretty yeah. brutal and effective. Yeah, it was. Okay, so that can be third. Yeah, those are the the top three, and I mean, basically all of this is like can be excused. Any of the messiness is like, well if a non-professional storyteller was coming up with like this fantasy in their head based on like other stories Mm -hmm. they've seen, this is like, Oh, I would name all the characters after states. Like I would do like all you Mm -hmm. could make a lot of excuses for the movie because of the nature of the premise, but either it just works or doesn't work as sort of a fun thriller. And yeah, sounds like it worked for both of us. Yeah, it did. It cool. did. Um, let's rank the blank. Thank you, AccuView, for sponsoring this brutal segment of um, <laughs> Rank the Blank. Any other? Um, we're not going to play choose your character, but it does kind yeah. of fit with the theme of this movie. Any? Oh, and I forgot to uh, change the link there. But anybody we haven't mentioned from the cast that that stuck out to you, or just like anything about the performances you want to mention? I mean, everyone's. It was a really strong cast for this kind of movie. I kind of yeah. forgot all the good actors that were in it, so they kept just like popping up, and I was like, "Oh, I know this person. I know this person. This person's really good." Um, <clears throat> so I think the fact that like there wasn't a weak like actor or like anyone you noticed besides maybe the abusive boyfriend, he was like okay, yeah, to me. But other than that, like everyone was a really strong actor. So, and I love Amanda Peet, and I forgot she was in this, so that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, she's really good, and um. Yeah, the abusive, uh, the abusive dude is either like doing nothing or screaming and going crazy. So yeah. he's he's it's he's, a hard role to play. Yeah, I, I think the I thought what what jumped out at me most was like, oh god, I forgot we almost didn't mention my favorite scene um, when John Cusack oh, no. is taking takes out that little camera and he's taking pictures of the crime scene and it just has oh, my like gosh. this. The... <laughs> it's just oh, such a like that. it's like a miniature disposable or camera yeah. and it makes like this sound like you see in like a cop um uh, CSI type <laughs> uh show it just makes this like stereotypical shutter sound but he's delivering a monologue about his past while he's doing it yeah yeah and it was kind of hard for me to hear that monologue while because the thing was so loud I don't know yeah. if you had trouble but like man <laughs> I, I just thought his performance in general he, he's off he's actually often kind of like this where he is meant to sort of be the straight um kind of like everyman character so i mm-hmm. i actually thought his performance was a little blah compared to everyone yeah. else's um like john hawks he gives a monologue later about like his history and i i just thought his acting was so much more interesting mm-hmm. and Leota's really good, of course, and Amanda Pete. Yeah, so, I, I think John Cusack was probably playing the, the character correctly, but I thought that was a bit of a one-note performance. Yeah, and I feel like similar to, which hopefully Jamie doesn't hear this, but similar to Nicolas Cage sometimes Uh-oh. for me. It's like a very similar character <laughs> in a couple of their movies. Like the same with John Cusack. Like he's a very, yeah, straight-laced, like similar character. But I did yeah. watch Pig the other day, and it was incredible, by the way. 
Yeah, Nick Cage probably has displayed a lot more range. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. He's displayed more range in his career than any actor, for better or worse, yeah. or your mileage may vary. <laughs> um, but Cusack and like uh, Con Air with Cage, like Cage, mm-hmm. <laughs> his whole look, his whole performance, his accent, um, yeah, is just a, a a twenty out of ten in terms of like <laughs> volume. And Cusack is playing mm-hmm. like supposed to be cool but he's not he's not cool like yeah it's just yeah it's not a bad i don't i don't know i don't really necessarily mean it's a, a bad thing it's just almost this movie was like too stylized and slick for him to be giving right he was taking the performance more seriously or the movie more mm-hmm. seriously maybe than the rest of the actors yeah yeah i'd agree with that um, all right um what um uh, those are our thoughts though. What are the what are the uh, <laughs> professional critics saying? Uh, is this movie reaches the um reaches more people in its release? Yeah, uh, mixed reviews overall. I mean, relatively high, like upper sixties percent. But let's see what they have to say. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a fascinating movie that if you're able to make the leap. It asks of it asks of you about the three quarter mark. We'll give you something to think about and talk about for days. I mean, I wouldn't talk about it for days, but I think that is interesting. That I mean, I got to that point where I was like, "What the heck is happening?" Like, I don't understand. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, this makes sense now. And you know, yeah. Um, let's see. An over-directed slasher picture full of artsy artsy tricks and slumming stars. That's sad and not true. Rude. Oh, slumming stars. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Scary beyond belief serial killer thriller. I don't believe that either. <laughs> yeah, that was a manufactured so, review. Yeah, just a kind of um, a lame brain nut job in search of an identity of its own. Oof. Oh, well. So, you know, a little all over the place. That makes sense. Uh, I know uh, Ebert gave it a pretty favorable review. Um, Ooh. Uh, I don't know if I have the quote here. Let's I've seen a lot of movies that are intriguing for the first two acts and then go on autopilot with a formula a formula ending. Identity is a rarity, a movie that seems to be on autopilot for the first two acts and then reveals <laughs> it was not. Um, oh, ingenious. Okay. How simple and yet how devious the solution is. I, it is... Um, it is like an execution of this kind of premise that i had never seen before at the time like well Mm -hmm. or i mean you know like if you're if it's a whodunit like they have to jump through so many hoops to misdirect you and whatnot and this was just yeah definitely a creative uh a creative solution although it does run the risk like we've said of kind of undermining like Mm -hmm. the seriousness of everything because it's it's effectively just just a fantasy did it do well in the box office i mean it has john cusack has a big names in it it did um number one at the box office this weekend 16 million dollars anger management finally dethrones oh man um holes (laughs) still hanging in there at number three actually had a very small drop so that's doing well jamie kennedy's Malibu's Most Wanted still hanging in there. And then something <laughs> called Confidence at number five. Not sure what that huh. was. Um, something about a grifter yeah, no about idea. to pull his biggest con yet. 
Um, but oh, yeah, shit. Identity okay. is number one at the box office this week. Nice. That's awesome. Sweet. Um, okay. So would you consider this movie new release or old news? Um, I'm trying to think of like how many times in a lifetime anyone should watch this. Um, max two, but probably yeah. minimum yeah, one. Or, I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> definitely max <laughs> two, minimum somewhere between zero and one. Um, <laughs> like, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm torn. I don't know. You go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to say shit. Well, I like the concept and I actually like enjoyed the movie. I wouldn't really recommend it to people to watch. So for that, I give it old news. I would probably recommend some of the other movies you talked about earlier today, like Shutter Island sure. or something like that over this one. So if you're going to do that type of movie, there's better ones. But... Yeah, pretty much any kind of like venture serial killer movie, um, Zodiac, Seven, Girl with the Dragon mm-hmm. Tattoo. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah, yeah. Any kind of slicker movie in, in the psychological thriller, or not slicker, but any kind of better movie in that genre um uh yeah i feel like if you haven't seen it it's it's pretty fun to experience the twist for the first time and if you have Mm -hmm. it was still entertaining for me but i don't think it quite reaches the threshold of like approaching people on the street and telling them to Right. To check it out. Um, might not be good yeah. for our ratings this week. I would, I, I, this might be like one of the, I, I read in the Wikipedia that, you know, it started to develop a mild cult following. I, I, I would, oh. I would question that. Um, yeah. In terms of this might be one of the um, least, like, I'm sure we've watched lesser seen movies before, but the interest for this movie 20 years later is pretty much um uh, a one <laughs> on a scale. Yeah. Like I, I, I just like I just don't think a lot of people um care about think care about, about this movie after. twenty years later. And and I'm not gonna yeah. say that they're wrong. Yeah. All right. All right. So old news on both fronts. Um oh, wow. how early o- yeah, but I mean that's okay. Um how early aughts on a scale of zero to hundred and three is identity. So right now we have I mean, this is, I don't know. I feel like it's in the seventies, but because in the seventies right now we have house of a thousand corpses at 70 holes at 72, been in like Beckham at 77. I mean, I don't think it's going to go much higher than that unless you do. No, I mean, the closest analog here would be final destination two. And yeah, that's 82. that felt like more of its time because this is, yeah. this I felt like was trying to be like, um seven came out in 1995 and like all the whodunit style movies came out for decades decades you know prior so it felt like a 2000s production but mm-hmm. and the and the actors certainly all like in their pretty much in their primes at the time yeah. so i don't know i mean i think it probably gets a decent amount of points for that. The genre, maybe just like being this this kind of like psychological thriller with a twist feels sort of of its time post Sixth Sense. Um mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I don't know. I could see it creeping towards 80. Oh, okay. Well, Final Stage 2 is at 82, but you think it... Do you th well, let's give let's it like a 80. 79. Oh. Okay, 79. <laughs> that works. Um, all right, so each week when we watch a movie, we take something from that movie and make it our own and sell it in our new release gift shop. Um, right now we have a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, we have a talk boy knife with a blood button from the most recent scream. We have a new release bath token. So you can take a bath with Derek. I don't really remember that one. <laughs> that one <laughs> but I think it has something to do with that. Um, we have a candle that stays lit, um, of each of us, which is selling out pretty rapidly. Um, what should we take from this movie? Something to do with motel key, perhaps. Um, excuse me yeah, um, bless you ah uh, yeah motel keys um uh, orange farm um mm. yeah i would say we could do like a um key into a different personality of <laughs> like that'll unlock a door that you haven't seen before and you'll find new personality inside. Oh, okay. That's easy to create. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so well, magic... okay. Hey, how about how about this? So it's a magic key. Like you use it to open a normal door, but like say you're leaving your house for work, and oh, it'll change are... it to something else. Yeah, you want it, and you go out the door. Well, you don't really use a key to go out of the door, but. <laughs> Next time you enter a door, you'll be a different person key. when you go inside. So it's a transformational key. It transforms, yeah, like the rest of your life after you use it. Can you transform back? Yeah, who knows? Okay, sure. Transformation key. Derek's going to be like, you let that one slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always like, what if we sell 3,000 houses to one person? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, well, but right, the, here's the secret. I mean, the the twist is obviously like it's in your head. I mean, it it's as much of a new experience as you want it to be. As you want it to be. I'll cut that out. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Sounds good. Transformation magic key, but not really perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are we gonna watch next week? Um, next week we have um couple options here we have a sequel coming out that was in the early wave of superhero movies so how well do you remember x2 the second x-men x-men united i don't <laughs> yeah could be fun i'm not I sure mean, which one that one is or who's in it or really anything about it is that when phoenix the phoenix rises or is that the third? No, one? no. I mean, this is just the original cast: Hugh Jackman, Anna Paquin, uh, whoever. Oh, the else. OG. Yeah, this is this is twenty years ago. So none of the Marvel mm -hmm. movies had come out. I, I, I think what would make it interesting for me, in theory, would be like, I, I and this definitely applies to Spider Man, which came out in two thousand two. Um, like, can I un can I unlock like nostalgia for super? Like, I'm so. Um, mm -hmm. oversaturated and kind of disinterested in new superhero movies. I mean, I'll still watch. Like, that doesn't mean they're bad. It's just like I don't. I, I feel like I've there's too I, many of them. Yeah, we 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 we've had yeah. just like six of them a year for the last ten years. So, 
but would like watching one of the ones that came out in that first wave like it was x-men and, and the batman movies and like spider-man not the original batman mm-hmm. movies but the the christopher nolan ones like well am i nostalgic for those is i guess something that i'm not sure about i mean i remember really enjoying x-men when i first watched it but i don't think i've i think i've seen x2 maybe one time so sure yeah yeah and then there's been six more i mean like everything is like yeah oversaturated at this point but it mm-hmm. could be fun or um every week we'll just say the movie we are going to watch or Bo is afraid so <laughs> it's going to be one of those two um tbd uh but yeah i think it, i think both will be fine and then we have another we have a lot of um second movies and franchises coming up okay. one um, huge action movie, one huge race car movie, one Final Destination Talladega movie, Nights? which we already did. No, that's not a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> the most, um, the 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 biggest car racing, street racing, heisty franchise of all time. Mm. One of the characters um, is named after a type of fuel. Oh, I mean, one of the actors. Yeah, yeah, I got it. (laughs) Fast and Furious. Oh, sweet. I haven't seen that since. Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. We could could keep the the second movie in the franchise train going or watch a really weird psychological thriller follow-up to Identity. That could be an interesting um, Hmm. transition there. Okay. I've never I've never been been to the movies by myself, by the way. So maybe I should go see this. Oh, really? Just yeah, never. I like. I mean, it's it's funny. There's like, um, it's like going to dinner by yourself in the sense of like it it does feel unusual at first, but it's a solitary act. Like once you're in there, it's a solitary activity. It's obviously fun to uh, talk to people afterwards, but it's I I think it's one of the best activities to do (laughs) to do alone. So I would, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to give it a shot. This is probably the perfect movie for it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to new release. If you want to see what we're watching next week and all year long, then you can subscribe by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. Ashley. That's a. Uh... More, <laughs> Oh, good one. All right. Let's see what kind of music we have to take us out on here. Oh. Spooky. That's cool. So the, even, even the fingers on the hand of the poster are outlines of people's bodies or like yeah, soul. That's what I thought you were people. talking about. Mm-hmm. No, the, the other tagline is the secret lies within. Uh, oh. I mean Yeah. If you know <laughs> twist is coming but you don't like I, this one, I, I think that's credit to the movie. It was gonna be almost unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And it's multiple twists, so yeah. I like the music though. I want to kind of play it for Halloween or something. 
It starts to get uplifting slightly and Murder. comes a range. 